0: Aloha. You're listening to the Rolling Vets Podcast, podcast by veterans, for veterans, and civilians alike. I'm Lucas Monster, co-host, and I'm flanked by my Marine veteran peer, Chris Ellis, and our special guest, Denny Crockmall. We would like to extend an invitation to you, the listener, to journey inside of our realm to discover what it means to be a rolling vet. So here we are. Yeah, another episode. What's going on? on? Yeah, we have the famous Denny Crockmall, the man, the myth, the legend. (laughs)
1: So, you One served the loudest guys I you, fucking you, served with. Yeah, you, you served with.
0: Yeah. You,
2: <laughs> I was just getting ready to say the shit that I had to do to get that name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're definitely going to get into that. We're definitely going to get into that. And I'm, I'm finally glad we got you on here because, like, dude, it is never, never a dull moment for sure. Like, with you. And it, it, it is, no. it's always, it's always go, go, go. It's always something, it's always something fucking hilarious, usually. So, oh, that's yeah. all, all good news, all good things. And yeah, uh, yeah we'll start out. So, you're originally from Ohio,
2: originally from uh, Ohio, born and raised in Medina. Um, lived here all my life until I joined, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. So Medina. Oh, Medina.
0: Yeah. So, is that like we a go, small town? What's up? Is like Medina, is that like a smaller kind of town? No,
2: no, no, Medina's a big town. Mm. Um, my graduating class is like 900 kids.
3: Oh, That's shit. not a small town. God no, damn. it's pretty big. It's, big time it's like a big
2: town. 900 kids? Yeah, 900 kids, but it's like super, it sounds big, but a lot of people know, you, you still kind of know everyone, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a very tight in community, so. Yeah. It's cool. It's, this is like a, it's a great place to raise a family.
1: Yeah.
3: Really?
2: Yeah. Okay. It really is. In, in high school, everyone's like, bro, there's nothing to do around here. And you can't ever do shit, bro. I'm 26 years old now mm-hmm. in the square. So we have like a little square, right? We've got some bars up there, some restaurants, some cool shit. So, yeah. you know, now it's cool. You can go up there with the family and kick it, and you know everybody's having fun. We have an ice an ice carving festival. Like it's it's mad cool, bro. Looking back, I'm I'm kind of not sad, but disappointed that I didn't go do more shit like in the square. Because when there's something going on in the square, bro, the whole fucking community is there, bro. Everybody's.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, town, yeah, the town square, man. That sounds so fucking, bro, like, medieval. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah, the, bro, the town square. They used to, yeah, they used to, like, fucking burn people with the fucking steak up there and shit. Yeah, oh, damn. damn.
0: Yeah, uh, damn. Definitely... What's
2: your dog doing, dude?
0: <laughs> uh, he's, he's he's invading you the podcast. Have, yeah.
2: You still have peanut butter left on your fucking...
0: <laughs> oh man yeah he that's, fucking... that's one thing
3: i, I always like about those small towns though. like mine's the same way we, we have we have a courthouse up here and shit and every once in a while like every uh once a year they'll do they call it a jubilee and just make a little fucking carnival up there and all the fucking square will be up there full of everybody be all the nasties up there and shit okay. i was just gonna
0: say
2: bro i'm not uh, gonna lie
3: bro the jubilee sounds redneck as shit that oh dude like... <laughs> it is it is redneck <laughs> Jubilee <yeah>. <laughs>
0: A, jubilee.
3: a jubilee. jubilee. Hey, a fucking jubilee.
2: I get them all up here to the jubilee. I got cousins fucking cousins
0: up there. Hey, we're in the same state, bro. <laughs> yeah, the mouth breather state, dude. The fucking mouth breather state. I've always referred to as hot. You guys pretty much, I think, yeah, just you two are the only people I think that I am actually, like, decent friends with besides, like, some of the other guys that we knew that were from Ohio. And, like, you guys are the only two guys that weren't just complete fucking weirdos i'm sorry if you're from ohio and you're listening to this shit but your chances are like it's pretty high that you're a fucking mouth breather because that's all that comes out of there man and i remember fucking um like right before i'm not sure what was the master sergeant that we had uh fucking after butler
2: master simon simon
0: no after simon after simon applegate Applegate, yeah, yeah, dude. I remember
2: that dude was mad cool. Yeah, Yeah. he was
0: cool. He was definitely cool. But my first impression of him was like I was in like uh, KMI for just, you know, who I just showed up to work that day. It just it was just one of those days. I I showed up. Very few. That
2: dude, yeah. That dude got me out of a lot of shit. Really? I, I mean, I fucked up so bad, dude, and he got me out of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a pretty solid dude. I just thought he didn't like me because the first time I met him. He was like, it was like the first time Weiss met him too. So we were like in the KMI office and I was like on the computer in there because I needed to fill out some like fucking documents or some shit, probably some like broken gear statements and whatnot. And he came in there and I was like, oh, master, like, no, nah, I'm, you know, I'm Corporal Moss. Nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And he, we're introducing and, and, you know, Evan's asking him all these questions and Evan's goes, He's like, so where have you been? Like, what, what like, what were your previous duty stations and blah, blah blah? And he's like, yeah, I did recruiting in Ohio, and I was like, recruiting in Ohio. I was like, only fucking mouth breathers come out from Ohio, like you know, come from Ohio. Like, so like you must have been, you know, just filling the Marine Corps with all these mouth breathers. And he's like, oh, actually, my wife is from Ohio, and I was like, fuck, <laughs> you
2: stupid son of a bitch.
3: Great
0: fucking oh, first impression. This-
2: yeah, oh, I'm checking out. I'm checking out. <laughs> in only two signatures that I do not have on my fucking checkout sheet are the battalion commander and the fucking the XO. Yeah. So I guess you have to schedule a time for him.
3: Oh, I just fucking walked so, in that bitch. Yeah.
2: Bro, I didn't because everybody saw me walk in the blockhouse and they're like, Yeah, do you have a time schedule to be in here? Cause you can't be
1: in here. I'm <laughs> wait, like,
0: oh. Wait, before before we get out to get to the checkout sheet, didn't something happen with you? Didn't you ha- didn't you leave on terminal and had to come back or something? Or did you just go on leave and have the to- and you came no, back? No,
2: I fucking I go on leave. No, 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 no. Okay. So I put in for terminal. Okay. Yeah. So I put in for terminal. They approve it. And I'm like, all right, sweet, I'm out. Yeah. So I leave, but I fuck, how did that work out now?
0: Because I remember you had to come back at the finish. Something. I had to come back,
2: yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, what the, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that
3: same shit happened to me. I, I got fucking called um it was probably like two weeks after I got out. I'm well, probably more than that, probably three weeks or so. And uh fucking Gonzalez calls me and say, Hey bro. <laughs> Like, The dumbass new lieutenant wanted you to come back. And I was like, for what? like for the field op. And he uh, the lieutenant came out and was like calling off names on the roster and it was like, It was like Sergeant Ellis, and then you're like, oh, he's on terminal leave. I'm like, we need him back. He's like, No, that's not how it works. Like, he's like, he's he stays gone. And like yeah. the fucking <laughs> lieutenant did not understand what the fuck terminal leave he's, was. He's and he's like, gone. No. Bring him back, and Gonzalez called me. I was like, "Dude, fucking buy my ticket. I'll come back for a fucking op for a couple of weeks." I'm like, fuck it. No, fuck that, dude. You're I crazy, was. Man. I don't
0: know about You're y'all, not- but I was having fucking nightmares. Like my my first couple like months i would say my first couple months like when i got out i was not i was having nightmares about my checkout sheet dude i'd wake <laughs> up and, i'd wake up in the middle of fucking like in the middle of night like in a panic i'm like fuck like where like i have like what signatures did i not get even though i'd already gotten all of them and I'm, and I'm already i'm already home i'm already growing a beard like i already smoked weed like and i was like fuck i was like how many fucking yes, signatures do i still need
2: bro that's how master and apple got me out they needed a time to go in there so mm-hmm. i'm like son of a bitch dude i'm like so I'm like, I don't, I can't figure out anybody to schedule a time, bro. Tell me the last time you walked in the blockhouse and you scheduled time, never. So I'm like, I don't know how to schedule time to meet with the fucking battalion commander. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, fuck yeah, pencil, pencil
0: man, pencil man, yeah. Stevie J. Was it Stevie yeah. J that was still there?
2: You know, it was. This,
0: <laughs> no, I'll, oh, oh, yeah,
2: probably
3: Stevie J for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Fucking
2: Trinity all the way. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, damn, dude, I can't figure it out. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait. So I waited, bro. It's my last day, bro. I get my DD 214 tomorrow morning.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I still don't have the Battalion Exo signature. And I get it. It's, they told me to be there 7:30. Get your fucking DD 214. I'm like, yeah. sweet. I'm looking at my checkout. See the guy, you'll turn to the last one. They're like, yeah, you don't have the Battalion Commander signature. I'm like, hold on. I'll be right back. I run right over the S6 blockhouse. I'm like, Hey, Captain Boss, sir. Yeah, this isn't going. Oh, no, no. You know who was? Lieutenant Jenkins, dumbass. (laughs) So he's from Ohio. So I'm like, like, I'm like, sir, I don't have the battalion commander's signature. And he's like, oh my God, what are you going to do? How are you going to? I was like, what do you mean? What the fuck do you mean, dude? You're going to walk me over there and get it for me. What are you talking about? He was not having that, bro. So Master Applegate walks in and he's like, What's going on in here? I'm like, oh, this is going to be a really fucking good first impression. I was like, we we're on that Uh Yeah, I'm Corporal Crockwell. so I don't have um, the battalion commander or the exosignature. He's like, all right, double dog, when do you get out? I said, well, I pick up my DD-214 in about 12 hours. <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of need this shit. He's like, all right, let's go. So we walked over there, and we walked right in. He's like, hey, sir, ooh, uh, this Marina does not have your signature. I was like, oh, fuck, bro. I was expecting to get my ass ripped and everything. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, why didn't you just come in? I said, sir, if I'm being honest, I'm glad you asked that question. I've been told for two months now that I need to schedule time with you, and I couldn't figure out how to schedule the time. <laughs> He's like, you don't need to schedule a time to see me. I'm like,
1: no. <laughs> Uh, See, so I, well,
3: I, I was so, a fucking IT guy the whole time So it didn't fucking matter to me So I just fucking walked in there like hey what's up sir Can I your signature See, yeah. things, man.
0: That's kind of how I think I don't even I don't even really remember checking out with the With the fucking I remember checking out with Sergeant Major That was like a two second thing but I don't remember checking out with uh, With fucking I think somebody took it for me I think somebody took it from me and walked it over to the office And had it signed and then brought it back to me
2: Man, they they treat those fucking the CO and the XO like they're fucking the coldest shit movement.
0: Oh, dude, dude, they they really do. Ways. It's and it's so sad because you know the Marine Corps like like values and they take pride in the fact that you know eat, leaders eat last kind of thing. Like if you're you're basically as an officer, like you're not getting treated too differently from from everybody else. And Which yeah, is they pretty take pride crazy in that. to me. Wasn't? Why, yeah, why why do you, why because, do you find that uh, crazy?
2: Because, bro, I, I never had a leader that ate last. Yeah. Other than, other than Mass Arm Butler, mm-hmm. Captain Voss. Yep. And uh, a couple of sergeants, mind. But other than that, fuck. I'd nah. see Stevie J at the fucking, but you know like, Hey, private, this shit's good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: He, he really was—he really was a douche canoe for sure. That guy—that guy was something that else. That guy
2: was a fuck, bro. That guy was a fuck. His wife was super cool.
0: Yeah, I didn't met <coughs> his wife.
2: I did. Me and me and uh, me and Mark did. We were down at yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were down at Bar Thirty Five.
0: Oh, dude, I all love all, that all, place,
2: bro, bro. Bar Thirty Five. The battalion comm- Stevie J, the EXO, and all the lieutenants all the infantry companies—they were in there, right? So so we see them, and they see us, bro. And, I mean, it's all the lieutenants, and they're like, obviously, everybody knows who the fuck we are, bro. Yeah. Because of our bikes and all the fucking shit we cost. Yeah. So, anyways. So I see them, I'm like. Proceeded, y'all. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to say, like, what's up? <laughs> fuck, we're at the bar now. What are you going to do, <laughs> bitch? So Stevie J's wife come down, and she's like, Hi, do you guys work for my husband? I was like, yeah. And she's she's straight too, bro. she's straight. She's got a nice okay. body on her, right, on, was, right so... on. So she's like, "What are you guys drinking?" I was like, "What are you drinking?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm, you know, I'm like doing tequila and like tequila sunrises." I'm like, "Let's do like uh, shots of Patron." About <laughs> 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 that one time, and she's like, "Okay." So she bought our shots, Patron, like for the rest of the night. Me and Matt, me and Mark yeah. walked out the <laughs> fucking hammer.
0: You and Mark, me and Mark, dude. Some of those, some dude. Some of those wives, some of those like, uh, like officer wives and stuff, bro. They're fucking wilding out, dude. I was at um, uh, I was at, fuck Kelly's. I was like Kelly O'Neill's one night. And one of my buddies from, uh, MCT and we, we went to boot camp at the same time. We were different companies, but we like, we're in the same MCT platoon and he, uh, uh, he got stationed in Hawaii like long after I did, because he, he had, he was a, he was a linguist. So, you know, he went to Monterey Bay and then finally got stationed in Hawaii. And it was our, one of our first times like hanging out since he got to the Island. Um, he got there, I think during our first deployment. Um, and I took him out like one night, I think we hit like, um, there was a beer fest going on at the time. And then right after we like hit the bars and we're at the bars and he, and he's a good looking dude. And he's, he's from, uh, I believe he's from North Carolina. So he's got like, kind of like that Southern draw, like good looking dude, kind of like movie star looks. And he sits next to this, like, knockout, like, bombshell, like, like, older chick, you know, just total, like, I guess, like, for lack of better Milf terms, status. like, MILF, yeah, MILF status, like, straight <laughs> cougar status. And he's, like, spitting game to her, and shit. she's, she's kind of eating it up or whatever, and she, she could just tell right off the bat that he's, that he's a Marine. And she goes, you're a Marine? And he's like, yeah. And she goes, well, just so you know, like, I'm divorced from a colonel. And like, I, she, she literally said that she's like, I only fuck with senior enlisted and officers. And then he looked over at me and I'm listening to this whole conversation because it was still pretty early in the night. So there wasn't that many people at Kelly's yet. And he looked over at me and he's like, dude, what do I say? And I was like, I was like, dude, tell her that she's never been fucked by Lance Corporal before. (laughs) And so so he looked over at her and uh, and he goes, Oh yeah. She's like, yeah. He goes, well, I bet you've never been fucked by Lance Corporal before. (laughs) And she was like, (laughs) She bought him a drink after that. <laughs> Did he hit her? <laughs> no, he he didn't end up going home with her at night. But uh, yeah, she was definitely impressed. She was definitely <laughs> impressed.
2: With that. That's that's a bet. Ba- that's that's a solid, dude.
0: That's solid.
2: I've I've never I've I when I would go out, I'd never told people I was worried.
0: Oh no, dude. I mean, we were yeah. we were telling people selling U.S. steel to the yeah, yeah no no yeah. <laughs> or uh. Yeah. Just, uh South yeah, Pacific countries. I just always
2: tell people, my name is Camilo. I'm from Argentina. I'm over here. You know, I import and export stainless steel. Um,
0: Latino blanco. Yeah.
2: they're you know, like you're. Where are you from? I was like Argentina. I'm Argentinian. So de Buenos Aires, pero me América cuando tiene los años. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, really? I'm like, yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fucking latino gang yeah dude i fucking i did it it was it's very it's very much like when you're stationed in hawaii it's very much like uh 50 first dates you know like the first like it, um bro, montage in in the in the beginning yes. where he's like he's a different identity with every chick that he meets because there's just tourists like coming every single week that's exactly so how it was like
2: that movie was the most accurate representation of my life when i was there
0: yeah <laughs> what you felt you fell in love with a chick who couldn't remember you
2: Okay, not that part. <laughs> okay, that part happened a couple times, but
3: <laughs> I have I mean, I see I see you matter. downtown Waikiki plenty of fucking times with a Mark yeah. stumbling out of fucking bars. Usually they were, they were both Maybe. they were
0: both in matching outfits. You,
3: remember, when I used to drive All fucking the Uber and Lyft, and you fucking guys... <laughs> this dude. Look,
2: bro, I'm stumbling out of mooses, bro. Stumbling. I'm drunk as fuck. Yeah. I see Chris. He's in his Charger. It was a Charger, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I see him in his Charger. He's kicking it. I'm like, what the fuck (laughs) are you doing? He's a Lance, bro. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm driving Uber. Two badass girls get in his car. I'm like, oh, my God.
0: Ride chair, so they ride chair. Car,
2: bro, I get right up on the window, bro. I'm right up on the window like this. I'm like, You're going <laughs> <laughs> This is in the back seat, bro. They're like, Whoa, are you our Uber driver? I'm like,
3: Oops. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. If I drop like, hey, yeah, it's, it's one my star, boy. It's my boy, nah, they were, they were funny as shit, dude. <laughs>
2: But they uh, were bad as fuck. Or I don't know. I was stumbling out of there. So <laughs> yeah,
0: like the like the bit. time uh, like the time I got in my car accident, and you came down, and you and you and Martin Man. drink drink my. I had a bunch of liquor in my in my trunk. Bro, you guys drink this. me dry. <laughs>
2: Chris, I don't know if you've ever <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard this story. So I'm I'm an SOI right? Okay. Now, Mark keeps telling me I got this new boot moss and everyone keeps telling me about moss 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 bro. i've heard the name 50 times bro i come over there i haven't seen the motherfucking kid yet i'm pissed bro because i want to yell at him because <laughs> everybody keeps talking about it. i've never seen him so i'm like fuck bro i gotta go over there and yell at this kid yeah so and obviously i was never like that i wasn't the fucking oh i'm a fucking corporal yeah. i that was never me but i just want to yell at him because i never met him so i'm like fuck bro i gotta meet this kid So one night, me and Mark were chilling in our room, and Moss calls him. He's like, bro, uh, Corporal, I need you to come down here because I got in a car accident. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, I got in a car accident. I don't know. So Mark tells me, he's like, bro, let's go. I'm like, where are we going? He's like, Moss just got in a fucking car accident. So. I'm like, all right, let's go. So we're driving downtown Waikiki, bam. We see him, bro, on the side of the road. He, it's in this little parking lot. Bro, the parking lot was literally like this fucking big, bro.
1: Yeah. small as fuck. Small.
2: Mark's like, Moss, have you have you been drinking? He's like, uh, no, corporal. He's like, do you have any alcohol in your car? And he's like, do you want me to be honest? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dickhead. That's why you asked the question. Where's it at? He's like, it's in the trunk. So we pop the trunk. Bro, he's got all kinds of alcohol in here. I'm like, hey, bro, let's have him drive us back. And we'll drink. And then we'll go out again. We can just pregame. He's like, dude, that's a great idea. So we steal this fuck's alcohol, bro. And we're driving back to base drinking this fucking alcohol talking about yeah i was an accident
0: what happened yeah well you (laughs) goody goody was the one driving goody drove down and you guys basically just took all you guys already had your own alcohol but then took the alcohol from my trunk and then you're like giving me alcohol while you guys while we're driving back and i still have to talk to fucking i still have to talk to like the od I still have to talk to the fucking people at the gate why I'm towing this fucking, you know, car on base, like this totaled car on base. I still have to talk to the fucking the Blue Falcons, you know, the fucking uh, yeah. what the fucking what are they called again? Uh, the military police, you know, the fucking five O. And so <laughs> I still have, I still have to fucking talk to them. And they're like, oh, like, and they're giving me this literally. It's like it's like a fucking two liter of like Minute Maid and Vodka. Is, is basically what they were like passing around. It was like some weird yeah. juice and, and vodka and, and like, and then they were drinking my shit. And I was like, okay, cool. And the
2: stupid little, f- the stupid fuck, bro. He's like, uh, no, I, I stopped to talk to the OOD. I said, look, bitch, you're drinking that. He's like, it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. That was, a, uh, yeah, that was the first night. That was the first night we met. And then, and then after that. the first
2: that... time I met you. Yeah, you got in a fucking car accident. I'm like, so you're Moss. You're the one I've been hearing about.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And then after that, I just got invited to all, like, the senior functions. And I was like, okay, cool. After that,
2: bro, it was going.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) After (laughs) that, it was going. I said, listen, bro, you don't have to – don't tell anybody that we kick it like this or anything like that because I don't want – I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. "Uh, Okay, I won't say anything. I'm like, all right, cool. So we're going out this weekend. We'll be out Friday. (laughs) you can come with (laughs) us.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, we had some I'm fucking had some wild times out there in Hawaii, some wild ass fucking times, and yeah, uh, we had a
2: bitch bitch ass first time too. Oh yeah, yeah. Major Ray, if you happen to stumble across this, fuck you. <laughs> I hate you. I've never yep. liked you,
1: bro. I'll listen, to this, this. Can you hear a
2: funny story. Yeah. So I'm I'm in the field, bro. I'm down in Kahuku. Down in Kahuga, I've been there for three weeks. And it, bro, when you're in when you're in Cali or you're, you know, in Arizona and you're out in the field, it's
1: one thing. Yeah. You know
2: what I mean? Because you know that your room isn't a drive away.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but when you're 45 minutes from your room, bro, you low-key go internal.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> you low-key go internal. So I'm out there. So I only I've got my chevrons, bro. One of you guys remember this. I know you do. So I've got my chevrons or whatever I'm on the field and a 152. So I'm trying to, I forget what the fuck I was doing. There was, a, it was a training with uh, SOI. Yeah. And one of the antennas broke. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to put my chevron on. They weren't that far. So obviously you put your chevron in there. It'll fucking pick up. Yeah. So that's what I do. When I pulled it out, the fucking thing broke. So I'm like, all right, fuck it, bam, tossed it in the woods. So now I only have one on. And my gunny, my gunny was a salty motherfucker. Gunny, what the fuck is it? Gunny Alcatan. Bro, oh, I have one. Gunny Alcatraz? Bro, he's a bad motherfucker, bro. So I'm like, Gunny, I only have one Chevron. He's like, bro, I don't give a fuck. Why are you telling me this, stupid shit? I'm like, all right, cool, rock on. So he tells me, he's like, Denny, look, I need you to go are back. You,
0: are, to you a, are you a Lance or a corporal? No, it's was I a corporal. A corporal, okay.
2: Yeah, I need you to get, and we didn't wear boot bands out there or anything. Bro, these motherfuckers really did not give a fuck, bro. Mm. They were worried about training, and that was it. Yeah. If you're training, we don't give a fuck what you look like. I'm like, all right, cool, fuck it. I mean, I don't have boot bands and nothing. He's like, bro, I need you to go back to K-Bay and get more batteries. Do you think you can do that? I'm like, yeah, because I remember Mark had more batteries in the vault that mm-hmm. they weren't using. So I'm like, yeah, I can go back. So I call Mark. I'm like, hey, bro, I need like eight 152 batteries. Can you like, uh, can you sign them out he me? He's like, yeah. So I go back, bro. I, I haven't shaved in a day. And oh, I've got no boot bands. I've got one fucking Chevron on. And I walk in, bro. And first on race, standing right fucking <laughs> there in front of all the new boots, bro. All the new boots. So I'm walking in. I'm like, we're off first on and bro, his face just like <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even know what to do. So I just strolled past him casually. And he's like, Corporal Crockball, get over here. I'm like, oh, I was like, what's going on, first? Right, how you been? And he's like, first of all, get the fucking parade rest. You're gonna get he's like, you're gonna come in, come into the shop all fucked up. He's like, one chevron, no boot blousings, no shave covers not starch bro all this shit i'm like first arm i am in the field right now don't ask me where i thought that'd be a good idea because i have no fucking idea <laughs> but bro he starts blazing my ass right in, my, right in the shop bro lieutenant Foss comes out he's looking i'm like
0: <laughs> just a parade rest yeah in your shit bad, bro. In. Fuck that, dude i hate him I never had. I never really had my fucking shit pushed in by Ray because he. I mean, I never I was. Never, I was never around that motherfucker, bro. So that was one
2: time, the second best time ever. And this was in Japan. Me, me and, Ma, uh, me and Mark, <laughs> me and Mark, We have to go. We have to go get. Uh, we're trying to get 117 batteries, right? So we're just walking into random units, like, hey, who can I, who can I talk to to get these batteries ecr into us? So they're pointing us to all these people. So we come across this mass arm, right? The last place we go, we come around across this mass arm. And he's like, Hey, I'm gonna have all my Lance corporals take care of the work for you. Can you guys come and sit down in my office? I'm like, uh yes, mass arm, bro. We get in there, I'm like, I'm looking at Mark, I'm like, bro, why are we going in this dude's office? He's like, You guys want water or anything? I'm like, uh yeah, can I get a water? So he hands it to us. So he starts talking about diamonds are for girls and Fucking rifles win wars, <laughs> da da da. Yeah. So we go back. I tell Stassar Martinez. I was like, "Hey, Stassar, I just met the coolest fucking Mass Sergeant ever. He's telling us all this shit, bro." We had a brief in the theater. Apparently, she told him all this shit, bro. She told him everything. I'm assuming. I remember, I
0: remember that brief. I remember that brief.
2: Yeah, bro. I'm assuming it was her because she was the only one we told. I I don't know for sure. So, me and Mark walk outside and we're standing there. And it's a couple of our with, You know, we're all in a little circle. And First Sergeant Ray comes up and he's like, oh, okay. He's like, hey, Crockmaw, uh, someone told me that you heard that uh, rifles win wars and diamonds are for girls. <laughs> I was like, uh, yes, First Sergeant, that's what I heard. He's like, who told you that? I was like, "Ah, oh, this Mass Sergeant from across the, you know, across the base said that. You know, diamonds are for girls and only rifles win wars. And he's not wrong, first sergeant. <laughs> and he's like, okay, all right. For the next week, bro, he was on my ass about my sleeves not rolled right. And oh my God, bro, that guy's such a bitch.
3: I'm going to obviously, it, for, for people that, that don't know what that reference means, a uh, first sergeant <laughs> has uh, fucking what, four rockers up, fucking three, three rockers, rockers down, up. and diamond in the center.
0: Yeah, the three rockers up. Fuck. Yeah, three it's three, up, three three up four. Down, it's three up four down. I think right. Three up four down. No, three
2: up yeah. three down.
0: Three down. Yeah. Okay.
2: Four downs. LSR major. They're
0: killer. There you yeah, go. Now you know you still, you still your know your rank. ditties, you little fucking boot. <laughs> yeah. First Inside of all, it's like you're Denny did, at Denny fucking lays in his bed at the position of attention until he hears fucking taps, and then and then he waits for me to call him and be like, uh, just, and then he does the. Good night, Chesty Poer. Good night, Chesty puller wherever you are. Yeah.
2: Yeah You're mad at me cause cause I've got discipline.
0: <laughs> Put some fucking discipline in your body, Moss. dude I say that all the fucking time, dude. Even when I was at the summer camp last year when I was working with kids, I'll be working... autistic. No, dude. No, no. I mean some of them maybe, but I'm like, being
2: serious. You were working with special kids, weren't you, at one point? N- no, no,
0: I've never like worked like specifically. He's been out of the Marine Corps for kids. two years now. Yeah. That's the last time I worked with special kids. But uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we had a couple like autistic kids and stuff, but yeah, nothing, nothing like I never like not like severe like special needs. I never. Worked.
3: Hey, some of you fucking radio boots, bro. They were some of the dumbest motherfuckers I ever met in my life. Dude, boots in general are some of the dumbest
0: motherfuckers. You know, we used to be those dumb motherfuckers. too. I know, goddamn, bro. But I was uh, pretty fucking dumb. What's up?
2: I was pretty fucking dumb.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I think we all were, dude. Like, there, I made so many just decisions. I look back on. I'm like, fuck. Man, like that's crazy. And especially like, you know, like making BAH and stuff at that age in Hawaii. And wasting it. Wasting and you're just all that. yeah. And I'm I'm just like, God damn. I was like, dude, you I was getting paid more then than I am now. Like a, astronomically a lot, a lot, a lot more lot. than I am now. And I was like, man, like that's that's fucking wild, dude. That I would I would just blow that opportunity, like just to save money or whatever, and just blow it all on alcohol strippers and and all these other fucking <laughs> things. Ooh. Well, strippers was like my first, to be honest with you. I was like a big, I wouldn't say like a big, but I was definitely an enthusiast, like my first year in the Marine Corps. Cause I, really? I don't get all this fucking money. I don't have any bills. I'm just like, you know, I would just go just to go, just for the atmosphere, dude. And, I would. Yeah. That's how yeah. I did, bro. And I, and I fucking, Dark. and, uh, I actually ran. Um, did I tell this story on here yet that I ran into uh, a chick I went to high school with at Toby's outside Lejeune? Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, dude. So I fucking it was it was my last day in um, uh, at Camp Geiger, and it was like the MCT. So I stayed. I was at MCT. You know, it's like a month, and then I stayed like an extra month of Camp Guard, dude. It was fucking sucked, bro. You know, just basically, you're just doing fucking working parties every day, like Monday through Friday. That sucks. Yeah, and then the weekends you had off, you could go out in town and shit. But you know, you fucking just spending money on cabs and whatnot. So it was, and so it was the last day. It was a Sunday. we were all leaving to go to our MOS schools the next day. And my uh, one of these one of my guys came in uh, into the squad bay. Was like, "Yo, dude, like, let's go to fucking Toby's, like." You know, and apparently Toby's is owned by like Alexis, Texas. There's a strip club in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Yeah. So, and, you know, any strip club right off a base is going (laughs) to make so much money. And Toby's has pretty grimy reputation as well. You know, I'd never been there, but one of my buddies had gone the night before and spent like a thousand dollars and got like a t-shirt and like all those. I was like, yeah, that's the most expensive fucking t-shirt, you know, I've, I've ever seen. And so I go there. I was like he he's was like, Oh, it's our last day together, whatever. Like, let's go. And it, dude, it's Sunday afternoon. So there, you know, it's not exactly the varsity squad that's out there right now, you know, that's working. You know, it's the it's the JV team that they have yeah. on, on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. And t- to my surprise, dude, there was like five of them working at one time. I was like, on a Sunday afternoon, I was like, damn, I was like, Why do you hey, have so
3: many it's fucking record base still?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it came, it worked out for them because there was like eight of us that walked in. And so we walked in and you know, you had to sign in and shit. And they had they would do they were so bored. They had just ordered pizza. The strippers just ordered pizza. (laughs) And so like we came in and the pizza dude basically like walked in with us. And this chick, they're bold
2: for that. They're yeah. bold, getting yeah.
0: on stage all bloated and shit. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're gonna do what They're they're the experts in this field, they're you know. Like, <laughs> you know, they their bodies are their temples, and so that's why
2: they're playing JV.
0: <laughs> not not exactly a varsity move to order pizza no. during your shift no. <laughs> as an exotic dancer.
1: Yeah,
0: but uh, so so I uh the chick that went the 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 woman that grabbed the the pizza. I looked at her and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, she looks so fucking familiar. And I looked at my friends. I was like, I think I know her. And they're like, shut the fuck up, Moss. Like, no, you don't. Like, we're in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Like, you enlisted out of Philly. Like, all this bullshit. And then we get inside and, like, dude, it was like, they were like piranhas, dude. Like, they just wanted to grab us, want us to do, like, private dances, like, right off the bat. Because that's, like, guaranteed cash. So she grabs me and pulls me and she's like let's go get a dance like does not even ask. just telling me and i and i and i stopped there i was like whoa she looked at me and i was like i think i fucking know you and she looked and she uh, and then she's like looking at me closer and then now she's like oh my god and i said her real name and then she goes Lucas Moss and i was like yeah and she asked me she had the audacity to ask me what are you doing here i was like what the fuck <laughs> are you doing here that's <laughs> <laughs> you know, crazy Dude, I dropped like $800 on her that day. No cap. (laughs) Straight up, like, I had all that. It was like boot money. And I was like, fuck it. She was like, because I bought like a bunch of dances from her. And then, and then like we were talking because we were basically like catching up. And she was like, yeah, I just couldn't fucking stand like being in the hometown anymore. Just, you know, got on the first bus and it led here, met a girl who was stripping, making pretty decent money here. So I'm doing it as like my job right now. I was like, no, I didn't beg her. No, I had a girlfriend at the time. I had a girlfriend at the time, but uh, I mean, I just, so I was just, well, okay. So I was like, okay, I'll just, I have the fucking money to spend. Let me just throw it at you. Maybe put you to college or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> dead probably dead did. I probably do. The, the amount of money, and if you, and if you ask Lupercio, dude, like Lupercio, him and I used to fucking go to strip clubs every time we went to LA, dude, all the time. And I, I, dude, I think I put a couple chicks through college while, like when I was in fucking LA, <laughs> like I spent so much. Let me much tell you something,
2: there. bro. Those bitches were not going to college, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some of them go. are, dude. I met one of them I met in LA uh, at a place called um Now keep Finn. in mind
2: what you're telling me. Hold she on. was
0: a college Let's, student, dude. She listen, was a bro, current college student. I'm gonna student let, let you tripping. tell
2: your story. I'm gonna let you tell your story. <laughs> and then I'm gonna refer back to something. You're like, holy shit, you're right. Keep going.
0: Okay, so I so I sat down with her. Like, Krocma so, has all the stripper knowledge. So we went to like the same strip club like three nights in a row, right? So it's like the second night they recognized us because we bought the VIP section the first time. So I came in, it was the same hostess, and I was like, "Yep, right over there, like same same table, everything." Of course, you're in the VIP section, and then the DJ's like, "Yo." we got marines in the house like stand up for our heroes like clap blah, blah, all this shit and so like dude they were giving us shout outs and uh and so dude we you know, were you like you were the coolest shit in there yeah yeah and so we were fucking sitting there and of course like all the women are like, like they come <coughs> and they're like surrounded you and i was just like sitting down like talking with one of them like just chilling just like you know just throwing ones and joy- enjoying the time and um and she was like, yeah, she was she was a uh, she was uh, she was studying biology, so she was she was uh she was in her like second or third year at the time, and we were talking about that and all this shit, and and then she invited one of her other friends, and then she invited one of her other friends. So I'm sitting there with like three strippers, and They're we're just dude, we're yeah, we're just talking about college, we're just talking about life and stuff like that, like in the middle of the strip club. And, you know, all, all the other guys are like busting my ass. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm like, dude, I'm the one like that's talking to them right now. I'm the one that's getting their Snapchats right now. while you guys are, you know, you're throwing ones and fives and shit over there and getting dances and getting, you know, hustled. Um, and uh, yeah, man. And they were, they were pretty cool. And yeah, you know, I kept in contact with, with some of them for like a while, like my first couple years. And like my, my first like year in Hawaii or whatever. And uh, one of them even came to visit, not to visit me, but she came to visit like Hawaii and we met up and stuff. But, um yeah man i mean they were she was they were all pretty squared away they they were they a lot of the the three hours i was talking to they were actively like in college and (laughs) and, oh my god now my dog's going crazy but they were i don't know
2: if i ever told you this but uh i used to import and export stainless steel (laughs) (laughs) and that's the exact same fucking story they're telling you
0: no it's not dude no it's not (laughs) No, it's not because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't buy any private dances from them. I didn't, you know, do any of that stuff. My. I just sat there and talked with. Them. I sat there and talked with them. I didn't really spend that much money because I, I mean, we went there why? three because nights they in a didn't
2: row. See anything in there they like, dude?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
2: man, a, it was a packed, a packed, a packed
0: place, a packed okay. place in LA. You're a good,
2: you're, you're a good-looking guy. What
3: can I say?
0: Oh, thank you, man. That, that means a lot. Right. Yeah. Have you ever had that experience, Chris? enlightenment
3: with strippers yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah we're not talking about everyday drugs, an
3: enlightenment man. moment with strippers no i can't say I, I, i've never had that no but uh i had a junior marine one time that we got to hawaii <laughs> and <laughs> fucking yeah, like, i'm not gonna name drop him but uh he stripped I for you you made, him, that, you
0: made him strip for you, uh, did you guys uh, yeah touch that's dips?
3: punishment yeah just a couple times and Did I, you put he,
2: cigarettes he, out on him <laughs> Shout out, Mater.
3: You piece of shit. Shout out, Mater. hazing people on the yeah. low.
2: I hope you're still in the brig.
3: No, he's yeah. out now. Uh, he's fuck trying it. to get that shit. Rev- I always get emails about that shit. But back to this motherfucker. Um, uh, he, like, fell in love with a stripper. Like, <laughs> R. Kelly type.
0: And, uh, fucking... pain uh, It's like, T-Pain. That's T-Pain. Yeah, T-Pain. Yeah, T-Pain. t I'm in the... Uh, R. Kelly just pisses on the underage ones. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: but, why uh, I said he's
2: pissing
3: on them? That's weird. Fuck. But, uh, yeah, she ended up, like like tell him to fuck off because he had an android and she wanted to facetime and he didn't, he couldn't facetime oh and he, wow and then he like rushed to the fucking the px to buy an iphone and like she was like it was like too late <laughs> so then he had to get an iphone for this, this stripper that i like, didn't even want to do with them
0: no way oh
3: god yeah yeah, it was fucking yeah this, no.
0: you said this was in hawaii
3: yeah it was at um the same one uh god i don't know the one we she was a junior
0: about. marine and she was a stripper
3: what
2: she was a junior marine, she was a no, stripper? No, my junior marine fell in love with the stripper. Nah, he fell oh, in love oh, with a stripper, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, please name drop. You don't got a name drop oh. on here, but text me after this. Like, <laughs>
1: no, I will, I
0: will, I will.
2: <laughs> oh, I think I probably already know who it was. Because I can only think of one dickhead that didn't have a fucking iPhone.
0: As a junior marine? I feel like there's oh. a couple of them.
2: Who? Not that I knew.
0: I mean, I didn't have all their fucking numbers, but yeah, you know, I, I just I don't I think I I think there were a couple that had androids because you know you know the weird people the, I wouldn't say the weird people I would AS, say AS, like yeah AS but you gotta keep AS in mind boss and
2: you gotta keep in mind we're dealing with the IT fucking nerds
0: yeah those shit. so they were all into androids better androids better fuck yeah, you more customizable I'm a fucking
3: more. IT guy I do iPhone all right
0: I mean no no I get separate. you were
2: you were the one. You were the one IT guy. I fucking wait. This is a serious question because I don't think I've ever asked this. What was your first impression of me? Of you? Yeah.
3: Oh my god, fucking. I think you were in a shop and like you and fucking Mark coming in and fucking just like (laughs) talking shit to everybody you fucking walked by. (laughs) You walked back to the fucking data shop, and you're like, the fuck's up, fucking dad nerds. (laughs) And I was like, all right, this dude likes to fucking party. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nah but yeah, I was always rode bikes and shit, and I always rode before I was in. So I was always like, "God damn, I want to get a bike so fucking bad out here, by not kill myself." That's why I spent my money on cars. I had like four fucking cars at one point. Yeah, oh,
2: cars, bro. So cars. yeah I was like I think... street
3: racing all the week, every weekend, and shit, and fucking. Where? Uh, would,
2: would you like go meet up?
3: With... You go on meet up. Oh yeah, we meet up at like the Walmart in Pearl City. And then from yeah. there we would like hop on like the H one, H two, or H three, and just like do oh bro, I roll know. races and me shit. Me and
2: me and Mark got chased by the cops there one
3: time. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <You> the <gotta laughs> bikes always get away. The fucking cars don't run, bro. You can't run. Yeah, yeah. I no. mean a,
0: a lot of states too have like uh, like no, chase, no laws. chase laws. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean that's. But wait,
2: this brings me to a story. I gotta tell this story, bro. This is the best story I have in the Marine Corps, bro. Straight <laughs> <up. Straight laughs> up, bro. Okay. Okay, so you know Williams, right? No, you guys don't know Williams. Uh,
0: I was gonna say the nickname Williams. Am I at that Williams. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that word. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: what hey, that's what everybody else calls him. I don't know what it means, but anyways.
0: <laughs> oh, he's from Argentina, you know. So <laughs> speaking so. speaking a little bit of Spanish doesn't know what it means.
2: <laughs> I don't know what it means. So he had this he had this V6 Camaro, okay? So yeah, I and I rode a CBR thousand, obviously. Yeah. I mean, two weeks before he was talking shit. My my V6 Camaro can beat your bike. Now keep him two weeks before I smoked a Ferrari 456. I mean I gapped the shit up. So it pisses me off that he he keeps saying this hot shit. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? You're not gonna beat me, bro. I said, you know what? Fuck it. I said if I see you on the on the highway, we'll race. He's like, all right, sounds good. So me and Mark are side by side getting ready to go out the front gate you know the px is right here the gate the the light right here yeah it's way up here so we're sitting there and i see williams sitting here in his fucking v6 camaro i'm like all right bro so i tap mark i'm like hey bro we're racing them because the 600 is still gonna gap a v6 camaro
3: oh yeah. yeah oh yeah
2: so there's this like rav4 like three or four cars in front of us so So we get the green light. I'm like, hey, because you know how there's two lanes going out. Mm -hmm. I said, Mark, get in the slow lane, wait for him to pass us, and we'll catch him. He's like, all right. So, bam, there goes Williams, passes us. So we get out. We're on the fucking highway. So I fly past him. I'm doing wheelie. I'm flying past him. I'm doing probably 80. So, bam, I drop it. I get in the slow lane. He flies past me. So I get back in the other lane. Here comes this RAV4, bro. Right up next to us. Slow down, slow down. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> so I slow down a lot now.
0: Mm-hmm. You let
2: him get out in front of me a little bit. Bam, I do another wheelie. I'm flying past him. I'm looking at him. <laughs> bam, I drop it. Fucking Marco's flying past me.
0: <laughs> and then everyone, everyone coming on this road is coming from the base. So yeah, yes. like, all Marines. So they're they're all like <laughs> military yes. personnel. Like there's no right. there's no anybody. So just to clarify that, yeah,
2: correct. And I do not, I'm not thinking of this. I'm yeah. thinking of me being the coolest motherfucker out there, apparently. Yeah. So I slow down and he passes me one more time. I just wanted to get another good fuck you in. So I get right up next to him and I see someone's recording me. So I'm like, fuck you. Bam. I do hundred. I'm doing like 120. We get off the Kailua exit, right? Mm-hmm. Originally we were going to hit Kailua. And then go down to honolulu so now um you know where that little fucking i you know our navy federal is
1: yeah yeah
2: we were right in front of that light so i i don't see anybody behind us i'm like bro that person was reporting us like what the fuck he's like bro fuck him i'm like yeah fuck it i said so you know we started talking about what to get to eat i look back bro there's that bitch in the window with her phone like this. I'm like, fuck. I said, hey, bro, we got to go. So, bam, we cut the shoulder, went up in this little residential neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Little did I know there's only two, way, two ways out. There's one way in, and you can go out that way, or you can go one street over and get out that way. Yeah. But we pull up in. We don't see them following us. So I'm like, bro, we got to go because they're recording us. I don't know if they got our license plate, whatever. He's like, all right, we'll cut down this next street right here and we'll hit Honolulu. We'll, we won't go to Kailua. Like, and right. so like,
0: they're on a fucking mission, dude. Bro, yeah.
2: we pulled down to get out. This guy has his RAV four parked sideways in the middle of the road. A
0: Blockade? Sets up, sets up a blockade. Bro,
2: a straight blockade. I'm like, I. So me and Matt's, me and Mark stop. I'm like, bro, we. We need to just give, I mean, fuck, if he's going through all this shit, let's just, you know, whatever happens, happens at this point.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. So we stop our bikes. He said, listen, bro, I'm going to give you guys two options. He's still in this car at this point. Our bikes are still on. He's like, I'm going to give you two options. Either you stop and show me who you are and be a man about it, or you can run. Obviously you're going to get away, but just know that I have you on video. I'm like, I'm like, Mark, just let's shut him off and deal with this right here. He's like, all right. We turn our bikes off. He gets out of the car. He said, you hand me your military ID. I'll hand you mine. So, yeah, I pull it out and hand it to him. Bro, I get his shit in my hand and I look and it says, oh, six.
3: Dude, your heart probably just fucking went to your bro,
1: fucking balls. sank
2: to my stomach, bro. So I'm like, fuck, Mark has to know who this is. So I hand it back to him and he looks broke. His face turns ghost white. And he's like, so why are you guys out here doing this? Well, fuck, at this point, if you were a staff sergeant, I'd come up with a fucking bullshit excuse, bro. You're a colonel, bro. I don't even know what to say anymore. So I'm like, I was like, sir, we were just having fun to be honest with you. You know, I apologize for telling you to fuck off and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, What unit are you guys with? We're like 3 3. He's like, All right, sounds good. So here's what I'm going to do. Since you guys were men, you stop and talk to me. I understand. Now keep in mind, this was a 30 minute conversation while his rap force still blocking the fucking road. hmm. He's like, you guys are NCOs. You can't be out here doing wheelies and all that crazy shit doing over a hundred miles an hour. He's like, you guys have junior Marines that are looking up to you and you guys are out here doing a stupid shit. I'm like, okay, I don't give a
0: fuck. One of those talks, you know, disappointed dad talks.
2: Yeah. So I'm like, okay, bro. So I'm like, all right, sounds good. So he's like, listen, I'm going to tell your battalion commander. At this point it was Stevie J. He's like, I'm going to tell, you know, Lieutenant Colonel, whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah. I met you guys out in town and, uh. And I'm not going to tell him what you were doing. I'm just going to tell him, you know, I met you on the time. We had a talk. I'm like, all right, sir, sounds good. He said, what I should do is take you to NJP on Monday and have your bikes taken away. But I'm not going to do that. I'm like, all right, sounds good. So me and fucking Mark, we get to Honolulu. He's like, bro, I cannot believe this shit just happened. I said, bro, do you think we're going to get... Bro, I'm freaking out. Because... Probably two months before this, a friend of ours in the army got kicked out for doing the shit.
3: Damn.
2: So I'm like, fuck, bro. I'm nervous. I got, I'm like, oh, bro, we're going to get kicked out. So Monday comes. They call the shop. Stevie J calls the shop himself and is talking to fucking uh, one of our sergeants. Uh So They call us in there. They're like, hey, uh, you need to go to the battalion commander's office. I look, at, I look at Mark. I'm like, bro, we're getting kicked out, bro. We're fucked. We get in there. He's like, so, oh, backtrack a little bit. So Mark checks his email that morning. It says, hey, it says, good morning, Marines. And I got the same one. I'm glad I got to talk to you guys out in town, whatever. I'm going to keep it because we promised we would quit riding like that. Yeah. Like I I, I was good on my word. I hope that you're good on yours. Signed, Colonel Boykin, USMC Commanding, Operations of Special Forces Command Pacific. Bro, he was the fucking Special Operations Command.
0: That's Damn. why he was so chill. Yes. That so, so
2: then fast forward, we get a call about an hour later to go talk to CBJ. He's like, now keep him, me and... Me and Mark are in his office, bro, parade rest, fucking kicking it. He's like, so you met Colonel Boykin out in public? That, uh, Colonel Boykin, I appreciate you. Shout out real quick. If you run <laughs> across <laughs> us. And he's like, yeah, so what were you guys doing that you guys met him? I was like, oh, we're just getting something to eat. He's like, yeah, you know, he told me it was a very it was very good interaction with you guys. I'm like, man, good thing, because I was telling him one of these <laughs> when he first met me. Oh, bro, so fucking. That was the only story that I really wanted to tell, bro, because that was the highlight of my military career, period.
0: I mean, if you in my opinion, it epitomizes I think your military career of, like, all the times you yep. basically got away with murder.
2: you <laughs> got away with murder one other time, and this was with Bitch Ass First Sergeant Ray. Me and Matt coming out the front gate. And, and me and, or, not Matt, not Matt, Mark, me and Mark, we were <laughs> coming out the front gate. And, uh, First, Aunt Ray was in this little piece of shit Nissan.
0: <laughs> oh my God, a Nissan Sentra, right? It was like a yeah, a Nissan Sentra. So he's like, in front "You're an EA, me. getting EA pay, bro." Like,
2: yeah, and he's driving this piece of shit fucking Nissan. So me and Mark are behind him, and Mark's like, "I think that's First Aunt Ray, bro. I don't know if you guys remember how loud my bike was, but I couldn't hear anything. So we're yelling at each other to try to talk." I'm like, that is first on Ray. Fuck him. I was like, let's blow past him. He's a bitch. Right? So that's that. We this is a, the same place, it, right at that light before yeah. fucking. Yeah. Yeah. We fly past him. I go back to SOI on Monday. I'm sitting in the shop with all the O3s and everyone who's fapped out there. First on Ray walks in. I'm like, man, what the fuck is he doing here? I'm like, we're on first on? He's like, hey, uh, do you know anyone who rides a black ZX6R? I'm like, uh, I don't think so. And he's like, who rides that that red cbr 1000 out there? I was like, I do first art. You know, I'm super proud of my bike. I love my bike. He's like, that's a really nice bike. I was like, thanks, first art. He's like, yeah. Um, at the light the other day, right off base, it was actually on Friday, um, there was there was somebody behind me that said, First Art Raise a bitch do you remember that does that i'm like no for a certain. i don't know who would say that and he's like oh okay so then he goes to the s6 shop and calls mark out he's like hey that's a really nice zx6 I'm- I'm out there. <laughs>
1: bro, because
2: everybody bro if you knew me and mark yeah we were always together no matter yeah. what
1: yeah. we were
2: always riding a red CBR on a thousand, a black ZX6R. We we're the only ones on the base that always rode together the same two bikes, bro. He knew what the fuck time was. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> but other than that, we got bro, we got away
1: with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was this is the same guy that we're talking about that would on the weekends stand at the entrance of the chow hall and the PX and like police people as they came. Yeah, and, make directions. Dude. Dude. I, this is, yeah, this is the same fucking dude. He came, he came at me one time. And thank God, like, fucking, it was it was him, First Art Moon, uh, I think Gunny Chenoweth, and someone else. And I was, we were, it was New Year's, it was New Year's Eve, and I was drinking with Bartle <laughs> and Morrison. And I think it was us two, and I think there's one other, I think it was Jareth too, I think it was Jareth as well. And we were like, we were really like taking shots in, in the room and stuff, and we're like, fuck it. We we're like, you know what? Like, let's just go to the E Club. And this is on Oki. And uh, so this is on Camp Hanson. We're like, let's just go to the fucking E Club for New Year's Eve and just stay there, just have some drinks, just be surrounded by people. And we're like, yeah, cool. So we're walking out and I'm finishing a beer. And you know, every fucking Monday outside the barracks, there is a mountain of liquor bottles, beer bottles, beer cases. Like, it's, it is, it's actually unbelievable.
1: Yeah,
2: it's unbelievable that that many people can finish that much alcohol in a week. Yeah, yeah. I'm being, I'm being dead serious, bro. That's truly unreal. Hey, we'll we'll, we'll post the picture up
3: for everybody to see because I have a I have a picture of the, of the Oki barracks. Oh yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, send it send it oh, to me. i yeah, we'll will we'll, we'll post it. it up. Please we'll do, bro. Because yeah. that
2: shit is truly unreal. It's fucking
3: insane. It yeah. was like every weekend. Like an every week. every
2: crazy before you send that picture. These trash cans aren't the trash cans you put outside your house, bro. No, these trash cans are bigger than that. there's
3: like. 10 of them, and then there's like thousands of bottles around. Thousands it. of <laughs> yeah. bottles, yeah, yeah.
2: For everybody that, that always says, Oh, Marines drink, they really drink, bro. We yeah, really for drink. a
3: while there. So, me and man kind of did a little drinking competition on our last fucking UDP, and it was for the first three months. I was drinking like 10 <laughs> beers a night, was like an average thing for me. I just a night I would drink 10 beers before we went out in town, and I have like all the caps for them still. And yeah. the man, he did the same fucking thing, but he was doing like twelve a night, dude. God this dude damn, that's really
2: good. That's called um alcoholism, I think. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I was I was on the same course. I was on the same dude, course. And... I did it for three months, and I had to stop after that, dude. It was, yeah, dude, I did much. it. I didn't any the entire deployment, both of them. <laughs> like I did
2: that from from the from the day I turned twenty one. Because fun fact about me, I didn't have a drink till I was twenty one. Actually, I lied. Okay, when I was in Japan on my first UDP, I did have a drink. But it was like two, I think. Double shot of hypnotic for us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that story. Fuck off. <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring it up. You brought it up. So now it has to be now it has to be discussed. All right, I want to hear this double walks, shot of hypnotic. So you have the the right, boot kind he, boot. a boot So boot, a boot walks into a bar, right? A boot walks into a bar, <laughs>
2: and I'm with I'm with everybody who's older than me who's been drinking for a while. Right? Yeah. So they all know their their shit. Bro, I never took. A drink before I was legally able to. I never did. So I walk into this bar and the bartender is bad. I'm like, damn, she looks good. I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna make her think I can drink. So I'm like, bro, what should I get? I'm looking at all the bottles on the wall, and they got this blue bottle of hypnotic at the top. I'm like, oh yeah, that's gonna get me right. No, bro. Hypnotic is
0: gonna make me, you know, it's gonna trigger some hypnosis.
2: Yeah. So, so I start asking Mark and Manty and everyone. I'm like, hey, bro, what is this going to do to me? And they're like, that's hypnotic. It makes you hallucinate. They're talking all this hot shit. So I'm like, yeah, fuck fucking yeah. Vodka. Be- yeah, bro. I'm like, that shit's going to get me right. Bro, hypnotic is more of a mixer than it is an yeah.
1: alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So this bar center. so now I'm posted up on the bar like this, just waiting for her. Yeah. And she's like, she sees me, I'm like, so she comes over and she's like yeah what can i get you i was like yeah can i get a double shot of hypnotic up there and she's like Pfft. and walks right away i'm like oh my god bro what the fuck so i turn around i'm looking at them I'm like damn you guys did me so dirty <laughs> and they're dying bro they're dying Dying so so fast forward, i did a shot of hagusaki instead of fucking hypnotic Right so on. fuck you guys. But I will never let that story down. I, that story will be told at my wedding at my funeral and everything yeah. in between.
0: Yeah, it will. It definitely will be. Yes, but, but yeah, so I'm fucking walking out of the barracks, right, with a beer bottle. It's like a, I don't even know, dude. It may be like an IPA, but like who the fuck cares, right? And I'm walking, literally I'm beelining it straight to the trash because we're going to go walk all the way down to the E-Club. First Sergeant Ray comes out. He sees me basically like polish it off, and was like, "Hey, Marine, get over here." And I'm like, "Oh my fucking god!" I was like, "Of course, the best way to end the year is just to fucking talk to First Arm Right, like just to talk to that little cocksucker." So I'm over there, and Glad. I'm just standing. I'm not even standing at parade rest or anything. And he was like, "He's like, what the fuck do you think this is, Devil?" He's like, "You think this is fucking Vegas? You just walk around opening the container and shit." He's like, "This is Japan. You can't do that shit here." And I was like. I was like, first, I literally looked at him. and was like, first aren I was literally gonna go throw this out, and then, <laughs> and he goes like, no, I saw you fucking drink it, blah blah. And then first Art moon and Gunny with kind of stepped in. We're like, yeah, like, come on, like you know, just they're like, it, first start moon was like, Mosh, just go throw it out, just go throw it out. And so I, that's when I went to go throw it out. But dude, it was it's like the stupidest shit like that. It's like something as, as simple and stupid as that. Like I'm in literally, Japan, like, you can walk around and drink too. What the, what yeah, you fuck? can. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so that's how you know he had all this shit fucked up anyway. So
2: he's he, that dude's just a bitch, bro. And his <laughs> wife's big as a house. <laughs> I just don't. I've, I like, I've never I even seen.
0: That. I've never even seen his wife. I've never. I
2: saw her one time with the PX. She was in the fucking donut aisle. Her big ass.
0: I just remember him um, when I was checking in because I checked in the H and S, and like literally like a week or two later, I was in India Company for um, the remainder of the time. And yeah. I was checking in with him, and he was like, do you know, you know, the purpose of an infantry, you know, riflemen, and all this shit?" And I was like, "Dude, you worked at the fucking PX for like twenty years, like, yeah, like t- talking to me, like, oh, you know, the rifleman's creed and shit, like, you deployed
2: to the PX, bro." Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was, like, I was like, bro, I was like, nobody teaches you the Rifleman's fucking creed when you're in like MOS school. Like as no, a com bro. as a com guy. You're not walking away with that.
2: First of all, go restock the shelves. Bitch, yeah. Before you ask me the
1: rifleman's creed. Yeah.
3: Uh,
1: shit.
2: Well, his rifleman's creed was there are many boxes like it, but this one is
3: mine. <laughs> is my fucking screen froze? Yeah. Yeah, you look
2: crazy right now. God damn, I was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. This shit's going online. That's like
0: a meme, dude. <laughs> oh dude. my god. I can almost see I sadness. I can almost see sadness, in that I was trying to focus Absolutely. on the camera. Oh my god. How you are trying to focus too hard on the camera and it froze, dude. Like some Jedi mind trick or something. it,
2: Bro, I'm going to I'm about to switch this up a little bit here. I know yeah, you, you're the one running the show. Yeah, what's but up? But I want to switch this up to you getting out.
0: Okay. What so. was
2: it like when you got out? Like what was, like the first the first i'd say six months
0: six months dude so it was for me i think for i think chris and i were kind of similar in the sense of like when we got out like shortly after we got out like covid hit so that was like a big factor in that so yeah i got out dude i literally got out on my brother's birthday so march 12th i was on terminal in 2020 flew home obviously that same day and I flew to Florida because my Jeep was in Florida and I had to pick that up. I wanted to see my family before moving up here to Maryland. And um, so I was kind of busy like with that, with that first week, basically just seeing family and stuff like that. You know, you're still kind of like, oh, I'm out now, but like you're still unsure. And then, yeah. and then, uh, yeah, when I moved up to Maryland and I finally like was like settling um, and that's like, I mean, Like my the the day I drove the day after I drove up to Maryland, like a week after I got out, like I had job interviews. And I I remember during one of my job interviews, I had like I lined up like three in one day. And my last job interview of the day was like, it was like a 4 30, five o'clock one. And like my phone goes off. And uh, the interviewer's phone go off at the same time. It's like, oh, the state of Maryland has like, you know, declared a uh, emergency shutdown. Like everyone basically go home. Like everyone's going to be working from home from here on out or whatever. So there's a lot of that uncertainty. And so all those jobs that like all those places had, they offered me a position and they all yeah. withdrew the, they all withdrew the, their offers the next day because of there's no point in bringing oh, really? someone on right now. So I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to do? Got an unemployment. Definitely, I got wanted to start my disability stuff. But like I said, dude, the first couple months, man, I was having nightmares of like, when are they going to call me back? When do I have to go back? Like, I want to, like, did I get all the, the signatures on my check count sheet and shit? Yeah. And And a lot of it also was just kind of overwhelming. It was underwhelming and overwhelming at the same time. Like, okay. you think it's going to be, like night and day and in a way it is in a way it definitely is is. but it doesn't it doesn't hit you like right away it kind of it's like the little things it's just the little things that keep adding up like just little habits and stuff that you have to pick up that are going to be different from your normal habits that you had in the military and like every every person you meet you know like you can't just not everyone you meet is going to be a a veteran not everyone you meet is going to even know what the fuck that you went through and so, exactly. yeah. So talking with them, like almost like reminded that it was like a way of like reminding me like, oh shit, like this person has no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, you know, yeah. I, one of the fucking prime examples of that was we did a surprise party for uh, one of my uh, girlfriend's best friends. And we're all sitting there and they're like, oh, does anyone know where she's at or whatever? And like, I had like, I had it her location on my phone so that we would know like when she turned around the corner for the surprise party. Right and i was like yeah she's about like 100 meters out you know and i just said it just casual like that and then everyone just fucking looked at me and they're what, like, what she did like you? weirdo?" yeah they're like what did you say i was like yeah she's about like 100 meters out like she, she'll be like here any second and <laughs> and they're like did you just use meters and i was like yeah and then they're like what the fuck is like and they're like questioning me <laughs> yeah. about this shit and i'm like like uh, i'm like oh my god like like something as simple as that
2: yeah you know
0: and that that's what kind of makes it difficult so-
2: so did you feel did you feel out of place
0: then oh yeah 100 yeah yeah definitely and in, in a way i still do um and i think I, I don't think that every i don't think any veteran like ever feels like 100 percent in like in,
2: no 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 not at all yeah I try, i'm i'm right there with you i don't think so
0: either
3: yeah that's one thing that's like hard for me too is like
2: oh welcome back uh,
3: yeah well i've been here motherfucker i just you can't <laughs> see me anymore <laughs>
2: welcome back
3: i stopped that Holy motherfucking shit. video and it won't start again now so i'm gonna be you're doing really for good little bit. thanks man. well
2: i would have included you in the question but i can't
3: see your fucking face. Uh, you're good no I'm fucking like i uh, like yesterday was my birthday so i had like a little fucking like going out with my friends and and shit and and like having like my uh, mitch there uh one of the buddies i served with he, he moved up to up, up here like just talking to him about like shit back that we used to do uh, like like our stories and shit like that nobody else, else around understands is a big thing, like our lingo that we use every once in a while. Yeah. Like, okay,
2: mm-hmm. but wait, hold on, hold on.
3: Hey, so when you
2: went out, did you go out with like friends, or did you go out with was it, like friends from high school or friends you just met? And then Chris, obviously, is someone you served with, right?
3: Uh, yeah, it was like friends from high school, and then okay, yeah, so Mitch, yeah, school. then yeah. So then, did you find
2: yourself gravitating more towards him than you were everyone else?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, man. Yeah, and like, yeah. So, and like, it's weird because like some of my high school friends, I feel like don't like Mitch that much, you know, because he like wasn't it wasn't a part of the original group. But like yeah. me and Mitch are like boys, you know, because we were, like served together and stuff. And exactly, we like connected that way. Yeah,
2: bro. To be honest with you, people that I knew from high school that, that you know I still talk to, and I'm still very good friends with. I hang out on the weekend, like like when Moss came, mm-hmm. when Moss came to see me. There was a huge thing planned that weekend. Huge thing. Like everybody had been talking about it for, for months and this, that, and the other thing. And as soon as Moss was like, Yo, can I come crash at your place? I was like, Oh, bro, fucking absolutely. I texted my friends. I was like, Yo, I'm not going to be there this weekend. I got someone coming to town. They're like, oh, you got a bitch coming in to town? I'm like, <laughs> no, like it's, that. <laughs> uh, actually, this kid that I served with. Yeah. Have to be a bitch. But yeah, bro. I, th- I always find myself like in a, especially in a social setting. Mm-hmm. That you know, I'll be talking to someone and I'm like, damn, like I really, you know, you connect with someone. I'm like, damn, I really connect with this person. And then you find out, oh, you served. I think that's why I connected to you so
1: well. Yeah. Yeah. I-,
3: I met the mayor of a city that that takes my job now. My new job. I uh, travel around and like uh fix networks at different companies and stuff. And I went to a city hall. Of a, of a town in Indiana and I met the mayor and he was a old MP in the army. And like, as soon as like we found out we were both like in the military together, we we're just trying to and, like the mayor's office. Just like telling fucking stories, he's telling me for all the shit he did back in the day and stuff like that. Funny shit and me about like fucked up shit about the cities and shit about like funny shit about being a mayor crap, and crap. That's like, hilarious. See, that's it's, like dope you connect so easily. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, bro.
2: It's crazy because no matter what the position is, you could be the the fucking like you said the mayor, bro. That's a big position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. You're,
2: you're the guy fixing his fucking computer. Not that that's a little position, but.
3: That's, oh no, for sure though, but just yeah, you know just like how saying. fast, like he was just, and then people would come to his office, and then they dress yeah. him like you know he's the mayor and stuff like that. But he's like chilled back, like just keep the speed up with me talking.
0: Yeah, because exactly. you have veterans, yeah, you guys, yeah, you know, on, on the same on the same like wavelength, and and that. I mean, I, like then I think you brought up a good point too. Like uh my one of my good friends from high school, he does like this thing. Um, He calls them Natter Days, and like he invites basically like all our friends from high school and stuff like that. And then one of my good, one of my best friends from high school, we actually enlisted together. Um, like he goes, he still lives up there in Philly. So he, he goes all like every time. And I go every time as well. And like during the party, man, it's just like you him and I are the only ones that are like just yeah. fucking talking to each other. And like Not everyone real. else is, you know, you're having like these conversations with these people, like, um you know that you went to high school with and they're like oh yeah i fucking you know i you know i went to this school and you know i I graduated now i'm working here and all this stuff and you know me and my buddy like we're we're in school now so we're like okay like so you guys already done with that we're doing it right now Um, yeah but
2: i feel like it's gonna be even after you're done with school bro i feel like it's gonna be so different because i'm in school as well so i'm 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 in school i'm still selling cars and you know when when that shit gets brought up bro school is like the last thing on my mind cuz there's nothing that brings people together in school
0: yeah what brings not you really to,
2: what brings you together in school bro a school project a school speech that so you have to do something <laughs> with, you know what i'm saying
0: yeah if you get if you get like really involved i could see like how like if you do clubs or yeah or if like you do clubs kind
2: of or you are the president of this president of that i could see you guys building a little bond but mm-hmm. me and mark slept in the same fucking same yeah it's, 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 it's a yeah. brotherhood in Korea, it's, it's a,
1: you know what yeah. i'm
2: saying yeah so it's just different i feel like it's very it, the bond and that's for anybody who doesn't who's thinking about enlisting and watches this bro that's that's real life shit bro i've been talking moss how long was it before that i talked to you before you came to my house
0: you talked to me the my, entire. you talked well you talked to me the entire time i was out yeah like well yeah up. yeah
2: but it wasn't consistent bro it's not like you we would talk every day you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah i would hit you up you know every maybe month two months hey yeah. you know what's going on how you doing good how are you good and that was that mm-hmm. and then okay you now you're now you're crashing on my house yeah the only thing that i know is you've been doing good yeah that's the only thing i know
1: yeah. i don't know
2: that you and your girlfriend just broke up and your aunt killed herself and your grandpa died you know what i'm saying
1: yeah yeah
2: but but you guys all come together and as soon as we got back together bro we click right away we went out to dinner with rachel and it was yeah. just like we never we never left
3: that, that's yeah, that's a big no. thing for me and mitch i mean mitch lived in vegas and we got out and we would just like facetime and like just like smoke a joint together and just chill out fucking talk about like how like being out was you know affecting us and shit and then he was like Hey, man, I miss you. I was like, I miss you too, bro. Like, me and him wouldn't really like like connect that well when we were in, but we were like buddies and shit. But uh, one day I was like, hey, man, like, if you ever want to fucking move to Michigan, you're more than welcome. And then about a month later, he was like, yeah, let's do this shit. And I just fucking flew out, packed all his shit up in a fucking U-Haul, attached his fucking car to the back of the fucking U-Haul, and drove like – it was like 42, 43 hours God, from man. Vegas to fucking Jackson, Michigan without stopping – the whole fucking way. And then he's been living up here ever since. And he got a good fucking job now. And he's like fucking living up in Lansing, fucking killing it. And we hang out all the time. He, he, he was he, was, he was the one I was uh, hanging out with last night and stuff. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. fucking that, sick. That's real brother shit, man. That's yeah, real man. brother shit. Yeah, that's It is, bro.
2: But when you when you deploy together, and I don't think that people understand this. When you deploy yeah. with someone, no matter if you're, you're in the COC or you're out, you know, running missions and doing this and doing that, you're still out there. No matter yeah. if I'm talking to you over the radio, yeah. I can hear what's going on in your voice. Either you're real concerned. Yeah. Or you're cool. Like, yeah, you know, 36 packs or whatever. You and then what everyone,
0: everyone kind of has uh like a work wife uh like a, a deployment wife, like just somebody you just kind of just attach to. Yep. Like, yeah. Yep. Like you're just like kind of inseparable and you're like, okay, like we're gonna be like there for each other you eat, together, like, you you
3: eat, eat together you go to the gym together you drink together me, yeah.
0: everything you do everything together like yeah, not yeah. just because that's... of like the buddy system but just because like right. that's just you you're just one person you, that gotta you rely can... on each other man yeah it, it does do. it does suck after a while you And know? with
2: me with me it kind of brings me back to real life because i had multiple deployment wives mm.
1: you know
2: what
3: i'm saying <laughs> i would go to the gym with
2: you <laughs> <laughs> good with mark manthi but for real bro that's really how that shit is it's crazy it's so crazy
0: yeah, it really is. I'm going to take a quick break. I got to take a piss real quick. I'm fucking yes, so Fuck. All right, we'll break real quick.
3: We'll be back in two minutes.
2: I was going. Ugh.
0: Fuck! I was about to Do piss myself. Do we have myself. the same
2: size pecker or what?
0: Do we have the same size pecker?
2: Yeah, oh, because AOL. we we AOL. left AOL. at the same AOL. time and came back at the same time. <laughs> Yo, the other thing I want to talk about. So, so okay, so we talked about getting out and everything. Yeah. But are you guys like are you guys on any antidepressants or anything like that?
0: Oh yeah, Chris. Yeah, are you, yeah so i THC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I actually yeah I I actually uh, went on antidepressants and and uh, and nightmare meds and uh, yeah man it's it took me like it's kind of a journey kind of a journey a lot of it had to do with alcohol like it took me basically to finally feel like the walls were closing in and yeah that i was kind of like you know just fighting with my back against the wall for me to to finally ask for help and it really just came down to i just got really fucking hammered one night and came home had a fight with my girlfriend and i was like you know i was like fuck this shit i was like this shit's not even worth it anymore I was yeah like, i
2: remember I was, you telling me about that
0: yeah i was like i was like this i was like life's just not worth it right now but,
2: yeah but for real i'm glad i'm honestly glad you just said that because People, it's so I feel like it's very institutionalized that asking for help is is it's very feminine and mm-hmm. you should never ask for help this, that the other thing. Listen, I I'm very alpha. I love being an alpha male, I love that. And I feel like that's kind of what I live my life by. But then, bro, push came to shove. I was having anxiety attacks, bro. Mm-hmm. Bad ones, like bad as fuck. I'm sitting there. I'm a car salesman, bro. People were in front of me all day. I'm talking to different people. Yeah. I've got anxiety like a motherfucker. I'm like, all right, bro. And you get a $1,000 payment in front of you. You got to go show this to someone, bro. I'm having anxiety for them. Yeah. So finally, I was like, bro, I can't keep doing this shit. So my stepmom, she's a, uh, she's a psychologist. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, you know, I've got someone to talk to about this shit. We don't agree on a lot of things, but we do agree on some stuff. You know what I'm saying? So- so I started talking to her about it. She's like, "Yeah, you know, I think you should get on, on meds." And I'm like, "Kim, come on, I'm like you know this, is, you know me." Yeah, you know what I mean. You know me. I'm not. I'm not a. I don't like meds. To this that, and the other thing. She's like, "No, Danny honestly." So we sit down. and We had a talk, and she's like, "I think that's gonna be the best thing for you." I'm like, "All right, sounds good. You know, I agree with you." So, bam, got on meds, bro. It was night and day, and yeah. I think, I think that's what pisses me off, bro need how do i put this not asking for help but almost asking for help yeah it's yeah. not bro that's not feminine at all bro everybody needs help at some point or another mm-hmm. bro so yeah don't be scared to ask for help when your pet gets too heavy i get like doc uh doc moosh
0: yeah man yeah doc moosh dude crazy
2: bro that was two days ago that was his one year ago he killed himself
0: yeah yeah
2: nuts bro that's just yeah. nuts
0: that was like basically the main one of the main reasons, and I was uh, that Chris and Aaron and I decided to do. It. Well, Aaron had approached me a while back um, before Mooch and was like, "Hey, um, he's like you should do like a podcast because he was like streaming on Twitch one like, night. You should do a podcast." And I was like, "Nah, man, I ain't about all that shit. Like, nah, I really wouldn't. Didn't feel like doing it. I was not really interested and." And he texted me, it was, like, fucking, like, midnight one night. And he was like, dude, are you up? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, "He's like, I I hate to be the one to tell you, but, like, Mooj, you know, is gone. And I was like, what the fuck? And that's coming off of, before that, like, right before I got out, I had the whole thing with Jaeger. And, you know, I was rooming with him, and he killed himself, and I came home one night, and there he was. And so I was dealing with that, and that's my first kind of introduction to, like, being on meds. And that I just needed sleep meds because I couldn't sleep after that. And so they were, like, giving me Ambien and I, all this shit, and I was like – I couldn't – it sucked, dude. I like I would wake up, and I'd feel like I'm in some kind of, like, haze, some groggy haze until, like, about noon. And then, and then I felt like a normal person after that, but, like, half yeah. my day is basically gone. Well, that's um, what I didn't
2: like about the meds.
0: That's yeah. how it
2: makes you feel. But exactly. Chris, you can relate to this too because uh what's Stephs are We were in Korea with him. What's his name?
0: Oh, uh yeah, Staff Solomon.
2: Yes, that's our Solomon.
0: Yeah, great guy. Yeah, kicked it
2: with him while I was in Hawaii, yeah. bro. He didn't really yeah,
0: we give a yeah, fuck. Yeah. About we that. Hang out all the
3: time in Waikiki and drink beer. He shit. didn't give a
2: fuck about that Staff aren't fucking No, upper
3: nah. upper no.
2: no, bro. He was a mad cool dude. He was always kicking it. He would keep it real with you. Now when shit got to you know business was business. He would talk to you, I, you know. He would he would put you straight.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think
2: that's what I'm. I respected most about the dude, but it's I, and then I got that text. I'm like, man, what? He killed himself?
0: Yeah, yeah. Solman – yeah, man. Robin, I was, never that was, that
2: was, saw. Was, bro, I never saw that coming. He was always very. Yeah, he high. was. Already, and that's Always thing,
0: traveling too. the world and shit. Yeah, man. yeah. He, was he was traveling the world. He. Um, just retired he so he didn't just leave the marine corps like he was retired right. pension everything and and fucking uh yeah and, and so like that. i never i never saw that coming either that was that, that was, was yeah that was something cr- i mean i mean you never really do and you kind of you you would you, you would like to think that you do when you look back on it but you you never you never really do and no and so never. like i had i had I had so i had jaeger and then very shortly after that, I think, was um, was my buddy Ian, which is why I was in Ohio that day yeah. for that funeral. And then yeah. and then I had Mooge and then and then Robin, and it was an all very short period of time. Yeah,
2: I just brought up my stepmom. Here she is. Can you all say hi? No. What? come no. <laughs> here? So this is the one that encouraged the Mets for the anxiety. Yeah hi there how
0: are you (laughs) I'm well yourself Uh, (laughs) another
2: guest appearance with the guest appearance yeah yeah awesome therapy therapy oh yeah i went to therapy too
0: yeah yeah so they they're obviously best went together yeah 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 Yeah, definitely and uh, yeah that was something else i got into too was because like like when i started you know medication and stuff was going to talk therapy and stuff and like i never thought dude i was like oh i need to talk to a female or whatever and then the VA had me waiting so long and then they paired me up with a male and I was like, Oh, this is actually like better. I think, you know, you kind of have like these preconceived like notions going into like how it's going to be, what are the effects going to be? And then it totally like you literally talk yourself into medicating yourself in a way. You do. Yeah. You do. Yeah.
2: A hundred percent. I talked to a female and she was mad cool.
0: She was super cool. Yeah. This person comes so to both. Definitely. Oh yeah. Show. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. yeah, Definitely. It was nice to meet you. It was Enjoy. nice to meet you. I, meet I, you. I will
3: okay bye-bye yeah i, I actually I, I did uh take meds It was only for probably about a week I, I i had to hop off just because it made me sleep like my whole like i'd get off work and I'd, I'd, I'd take it when you know you feel like anxiety coming on yeah and uh it would just knock me out like i wouldn't wake up I'd, i would like sleep through work the next day almost oh man yeah So i just ever since then i just i smoke when i when i, when I feel that stuff coming on and it calms me down and Puts me in a good mood and takes anxiety away. And I, when I used to uh, ride with a, a motorcycle club, mm-hmm. it was all Marines and there was tons of guys in there that would say, can't do and oldies are old Vietnam vets, you know, that like saw shit back in the day, you know, helicopter uh, gunners and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, man, just, if I feel coming on when I'm at work, I'll, I can just pull out a pen and I can just smoke this. I can just go outside. I can chill for a second and help some sleep at night and stuff helps get, get through the night. Yeah. All these, all and the you know, tra- tragic experiences he went through in his life.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, bro. And that's big because even if you don't have tragic experiences, bro, I've I when I joined the Marine Corps, I was very soft before I joined. I was very soft spoken. I didn't like the fight. I was very chill with everything that was going on, bro. Mm-hmm. Since I've been out, bro, I've got anger issues anxiety bro everything's bad bro i snap over i'll uh, bro i snap though it's not like it's not like oh no like i'm a little frustrated no bro i'm full blown out motherfucker what do you want to do right here
0: yeah yeah because that's how that's how a lot of things are handled in the marines yeah that's That's that's, that's that's that's
3: i've had i've had i've had the the anger too since since being out and i think it's just like we're so accustomed to a a way things are done Mm -hmm. and yeah when we see motherfuckers like not just doing the basics right yeah it, it just drives you it drives you fucking nuts
0: yeah absolutely it does. bro
2: absolutely and it, another thing with my job bro this so this is this is i mean this is kind of like you know it's very into it but so that's how it, we kind of talked about how it affected you and just social society in general but mm-hmm. now kind of veering into you know work yeah and when people when people hear you're a marine I don't know why this is. I truly don't. I don't see myself different than I see anybody else. Yeah. For real. I really don't. Yeah. My general sales manager. So I'm selling cars. I'm doing my thing. And he keeps talking about me training, training, training. I'm like, bro, look, I've got two customers at the same time. I don't have time to stop this car deal right now. These two car deals and train. So I'm like, listen, dude, I'm going to get it done just please leave me alone about it because you know you're pissing me off at this point yeah so he goes he said something oh he said if you. he said let's treat this like you were in the military how would you have handled it now bro if you want to talk about fly off the fucking handle bro in the middle of a showroom a show i'm sure both you guys have been to car dealerships.
1: yeah yeah
2: oh yeah desks there's a bunch of people in there so, of course, I get loud. I'm like, look, bro, you want to talk about the military and how we how we would have handled things? I said, let's go out back. I'll show you how we would have handled things. And I will beat the fuck out of you, dude. <laughs> and he's this little Arab fuck, bro. He's an Arab yeah. fuck. And I wasn't fucking with that. And that's, you know, that's, but again, that's how we handle things. That's what we're accustomed to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. that
2: shit's not okay anymore bro it's not
0: it's, yeah it's definitely not it's definitely not like i it's i was not okay i was a little pushy too on my last like one of my last managers and forced him to quit because he was a shit bag. but mm-hmm. but like you kind of i we do i have that fucking expectation man like well people have those expectations of like you're hiring a marine like especially like when like i was working with kids last summer and they're like you know there was like oh like he was a marine like oh i'm gonna just be like fucking hazing these kids or something like i'm just gonna be like you know drilling them all up and down like the entire camp and stuff like that and it's like no like this You know, I'm not or like teaching them how to kill things or something. Like that's that was the impression that they got. They're like, they're like, hey, remember, like, they can't do everything that you can do. And I was like, no fucking shit. I was like, they're kids. Like, I I mean, I just because I served in the Marine Corps does not like I do not have that expectation of like every living organism around me that they need to have discipline in their bodies and shit. Like (laughs) (laughs) like I understand, you know, that people come and they walk different paths in life.
2: Absolutely.
0: and they're gonna have to don't
2: understand that they don't bro they they hear marine bro that's why i hate that's why i i quit telling people you know i was in other than jobs because it'll help you get a job
0: oh yeah yep
2: but but as soon as i hear that bro it's a different it's a completely different expectation
0: yeah completely different expectation. it is and and like you said like in a job like job-wise like it's been obviously like very beneficial to be like, oh you mm-hmm. served in the marine corps and they're like because i mean if you think about it like and i hate to fucking you know whip out the big dick you know here with the mm-hmm. you know the between the branches or whatever but like the, i mean the, we're this one of the smallest branches for a reason and you know we are held to like a different standard compared to all the other branches and that doesn't necessarily mean that we're better than you but uh, like a lot of yeah the it does citizens, <laughs> a lot of citizens <laughs> have that um uh, like mindset of like they're intimidated like by the Marines, so they're intimidated.
2: But at the same time, bro, they feel safe because that, so this, which, is bro, bring, which is
0: why they want to bring. Was why they want to hire you
2: exactly, bro. My this is for two days ago. My so there's a little girl that just came from. I forget where the fuck she came from. It was an island. Her grandpa invented the uh, is something for NASA when they go up to space. He invented the fucking thing you roll around in. they're pretty much a space simulator. Okay. Yeah. He invented that. He's a multi-millionaire. So he took... She's only 13, bro. He took her over to this island. They bought a house. Her dad gave her up for adoption to her grandpa. And now he's a, a severe alcoholic, bro. Severe, I guess. Yeah. And she... He was having her make her make him drinks and bring him to her. She's 13 years old, bro. You don't put a kid in that situation.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: So he used to beat the shit out of her. So oh. she said that, you know, I want to go live with my cousin. Well, the cousin lives next door. So... You know, on this island,
0: is does everyone living on this island?
2: No, 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 no. Mom lives in Ohio. She lives right oh, Okay, there. okay, okay. Dad lives on the island, some fucking tropical place. Or her grandpa does, I'm sorry. Yeah. So you know, she's she's very scared because everyone's beaten her all her fucking life. Mm-hmm. And she's very scared. So the neighbor, the neighbor lady, which is her great aunt or some shit, she's like, Oh, well. Um, I'll have you meet the neighbor and you know, everything will be okay. So my mom went over and talked to her and then she's like, oh yeah, my son's a Marine. And she said, your son's a Marine. And my mom's like, yeah, he was in the Marine for six years. Cause I did two years in the reserves. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my God, I feel so much better now because I know I'm safe. Cause he can fight like, damn bro. Why is a little kid, bro? <laughs> little kids know that shit too.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So now it's just not old people. It's little kids know oh my god but that made that made me feel good that knowing that she thought that i because i was there she was or i was close she was safer you know what i'm saying
0: yeah yeah and i mean that's like that i mean i think it was one of those uh i think it was sandy hook it was sandy hook where Mm -hmm. the the guy um uh, well obviously there was the school shooting killed a bunch of kids and then the marine i mean he was kicked out of the marine corps but like i mean all the same, like, up. the dude showed up in his fucking, you know, in his desert camis, you know, with his sleeves rolled and stood at the, like, parade rest in front of the school mm-hmm. for, like, weeks or whatever. And it's, like, you know, people were, like, grilling his ass because, oh, he was kicked out during boot camp or whatever. I'm, like, still, like, I mean, so what? You know, the dude enlisted. He got kicked out, whatever. And it wasn't even for anything, like, bad. I think it was, like, a medical reason he got he got discharged. Yeah. And so I was, like, okay, he still had his fucking camis. He's doing this deed for to make these kids feel safe enough to come back to school exactly and, and so it doesn't even fucking matter how long he's been in or whatever it's the fact that you know that image the image itself the symbolism behind the marine in uniform standing somewhere you know like the whole all the fucking sayings where they you know marines guard the streets of fucking heaven or the gates of yeah. heaven or whatever and then you know embassies all around the world like when you look at an embassy in an different part of the world like marines you see marines you know, like uh, on a naval ship like the, mm-hmm. the, the the people who are guarding everything on a naval ship are usually marines you know they have their own security forces but for the most part marines and so and, and i think that even even being out and even like still having that title makes you want to hold
3: yourself to a different standard exactly you still don't want to let yourself fall into uh, those bad habits and shit and if you if anybody does know that you're a marine you well you don't want them to be like oh he's looking at fucking was what, what a Marine that a piece of fucking piece of shit. shit bag. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Fucking bro. lazy, not doing and anything with his fucking life.
2: Bro, and that's the thing, bro. When you're in, at least I know, bro. I did not want to be seen as that. I didn't yeah. want to be seen as that ass. that ass of the fucking platoon. The ass of the battalion. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I did a lot of fucked up shit I did. Yeah. But I didn't want to. If I would have got caught, bro, I would have been. It would. I feel like it would have hurt me, to be honest, bro. Because now everybody's looking at me like, wow, bro, he's the one who put us on blast.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's, yeah, he's the one we're getting mass punished for.
2: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's not...
0: Don't it, be the cause. Is, it, yeah. Don't be the cause, but don't I be feel the like that's everyone's,
2: yeah. that's everyone's intention, bro, is to not be the cause. And yes, some of them get caught. They do. But at the same time, when, when they go out, that's not their cause. Because why? They hold themselves to a higher standard to not be that cause yeah you know what i'm do you see yeah. what i'm saying oh yeah. It's, yeah it's 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 contradicting at the same time but it's it's the well
0: oh, it's thought. just the personal like that's what yeah. you're basically describing like just the personal exactly. like you have you have unfortunately you know and i guess that's something else that you can throw on to when it comes to expectations is like you know not only do people have the expectations of who you are because you were in the service but you all you also have the expectations of yourself like when i gained a lot of weight when i first got out dude i was like oh my god dude like holy shit i was like (laughs) i was like what the fuck like what the fuck am i doing to myself like exactly Uh, same way man and you and and, you know obviously and i think the marine corps is a little bit different too because there's a lot of fat shaming obviously in the marine corps and shout out hansen (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that joke was fucking funny, dude. Cows eat grass. Dude, that's the funniest one. But um but yeah, just the fat shaming that that's involved with you know the culture that even when you get out and you're overweight like you you still feel like even more of a piece of shit than you were if you were just a normal civilian who happened to be overweight yeah you know i mean i don't want to compare people's experiences and maybe people who are civilians are overweight you know maybe i'm not going to compare like the level of like shit that you feel for yourself but the level of self wallow and pity but like yeah that it's
2: it's different it really is it's mm -hmm. completely different
0: because now you not only have it coming from, you know, external forces, but you're also having it come from, like, internal forces. Exactly. You know? And it, But a lot of that drive, you know, is is good. You know, a lot yeah, of that drive.
3: I, I fucking – I got to wake up, like, 5 a.m., leave for and leave for work and shit, and I spend 11 hours of my day are fucking at work and driving and I get home. And it's, like, the motivation is still get my ass to the fucking gym after. Yeah. Work out for fucking an hour and a half, come back, yeah. eat dinner, fucking go to bed, shower, go to bed. It's, like –
2: same Locked. fucking when, thing. When, when I can
3: just, you know, just uh, maybe I'll just fucking just take this week off, you know, and show you that it's like fuck, no, I hold myself fucking accountable. Yeah, I keep fucking can't, going. You know what can't, they can't. say:
2: seven days without exercise makes one week.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's, that's, actually, that's actually pretty fucking. Good. I've never heard that one before. Yeah, that's
2: that's,
1: me and that's good. Me oh, is is it, is it really? That. Yeah,
0: that's right. Really but so um, so we we covered that. We covered the. Kind of like the mental aspect of things like that. So besides asking for help and going for help, what other advice would you have? Not only to like your younger self in the Marines, but like to other veterans since you've been out. I think a year more than four years. Yeah, so four years. So almost like two years. Yeah, yeah. so two years more than than Chris and I. Like what? How? What is your healing process kind of look like? What works for you?
2: So so as I mentioned before, I got on meds. Mm -hmm. um i was on meds for about nine months ten months and then i realized you know meds aren't for everybody let's say i just want to throw that out there. Uh they're not
0: and you're and they're not supposed to be a long-term fix either exactly exactly
2: so i was going to therapy as well i was going to talk therapy as well as the meds i did that same time and then you know like you were saying they make you tired Mm -hmm. so so i got off the meds i quit going to talk therapy my thing is, if it's finding a hobby, yeah. something you really enjoy doing, like you can't live without that hobby, bro. Something that you love. Uh-huh. For me, you know, the gym is big. I'm very into motorcycles, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's another thing. Um, and, and just knowing that your darkest days are going to get better, bro. It can only rain for so long. Yeah. It and only it's, rain
0: and it's only raining day. if you're training, exactly. <laughs> so you're just training for something bigger.
2: Oh my God, you're exactly right, bro. That's exactly what it is. And you know, I, I got out. I struggled. I struggled like a motherfucker, bro. I've had everything that I wanted and lost it all,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and on the come up again. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So and that's really what it is, bro. I've, I and I that's I have. I've had everything that I wanted, um, and I lost it completely because i started making great money mm-hmm. and then you know i went out and fucked it off bam didn't have shit in my savings account well fucking money for some reason that shit likes to disappear
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't know why the fuck that is but it disappears and, and then you find yourself stuck at the bottom again you know what i'm saying yeah so it's it's a balance of everything is my other thing find a balance bro you got to so find find a, find a hobby
0: year. and find yeah, a balance find, and find balance
2: exactly bro that's exactly what it is you got to find it and hopefully your hobby's not expensive cuz that balance that motherfucker
0: you <laughs> uh, you <you're> checking balance <laughs> yeah the checking balance is not good if
2: your hobby's expensive motorcycles expensive as fuck yeah but luckily you know i found something i make i make very good money i'm i'm cool now you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. You know, you find you find a hobby, and like I said, bro, it, it can only rain for so long before fucking before the sun, before it starts shining again. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, not in Ohio, because it's snowing right now, but...
3: <laughs> yeah, goddamn. Oh like, it's so you know pissed, what I'm man. Saying.
0: Is it it's snowing, snowing over there? Yeah,
3: we had snowing. nice weather for like a fucking month, and I was Oh, it 70
2: again. degrees outside. I was outside in a manquini, bro. <laughs>
0: Bullshit. I Chris, got fucking...
2: fucking... You... <laughs> my ass
0: cheeks. <laughs> Chris, did you have anything to add to what Denny had to say?
3: Uh, yeah. I mean, I think the gym is a very important uh tool for veterans to use, especially Marines, because we're we were paid athletes, pretty much. We were in. We got yeah. paid to work out. That was one of the things we always had to stay fit. You know, whether you're hiking, going off like flak runs, boots and Utes, your PFT, your CFT. So the gym's always been been a good outlet for me, and and I I think anybody should go to the gym regardless if you're a veteran or not i think it helps your body it helps you mentally helps you physically and uh so it's a it's a great key to help relieve stress too
1: mm-hmm. it's, a,
3: it's a big stress release for me to go to the gym too so that's why i gotta add
2: my other thing wait one more thing don't be scared to ask for help bro i feel like everyone's so scared to ask for help bro don't be scared to ask for help everybody needs help
1: yeah everybody
0: yeah 100 yeah Just need a little help from our friends Mm-hmm. And it gets us along. Yeah, and we'll definitely we'll wrap it up here. Um, Denny, thank you for having for coming on, dude. That's well, exciting. Thank you guys
2: for having me. I appreciate yes, it. It's been uh, yeah. long, long, uh, long overdue. I've yeah. been, you know, I was up at six thirty this morning. I started drinking because
1: <laughs> we're
2: the fucking rolling vets, bro. That's what <laughs> we do. We drink and we have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I, mean, I appreciate you guys for having me on. Good conversation. Good people.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'll have you awesome. on again sometime oh
0: yeah sure. definitely oh yeah definitely a repeat oh yeah and, and then sure. uh
3: how about how about uh this week you also reach
0: out to one of your buddies you served with yeah do that yeah, let's tell them going to own the vets yeah make a weekly a weekly reach out i think and like i
2: said thing. bro yep. i'm a part of this thing I, I know i told you guys i'm part of this facebook group it's fucking huge bro it's mm. veterans of all fucking so i'm gonna put that up there i'm gonna put this up there and oh yeah and definitely uh gets people to watch. So hopefully we can have some old time bets on here. I'd like to see that, bro. That'd be awesome. I yeah. I think everybody else likes like to, to like old time. I'm talking old time like World War II bets type shit.
0: I mean, a lot of those guys are dead, but we could definitely do like Vietnam era for sure. There's one
2: on here. There's one World War II bet on here. Oh, really? He's like 98 years old or some shit. Oh,
0: shit. He smokes? Does he smoke? I'm sure he does. <laughs> I hope I'm so. Out, <laughs>
2: killing fucking zipper heads. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, bro. That was fucked up. But, uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm going to put that up there and
0: hopefully uh, hopefully we can get some going. Yeah, definitely. Definitely for that. Well, here we are. You stuck with us all the way to the end. We thank you for listening. We want our listeners to know that if your pack becomes too heavy, don't drop it. The Veteran Crisis Hotline can be reached at 1 800 273 8255. If you'd like to enjoy more content, don't forget to subscribe, simplify, and keep rolling on. Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to get get someone else to fucking read the intro one time. Alright, I'll read it next time. Hey, bro, I wanted to read the intro man.